that you weren't here. So how late was I? Um, you are three minutes late. Wow. You should cancel me. Did you just wake up? No. No, I didn't just wake up. <laughs> no, did you just wake up? What a condescending question. Well, you're out of control. Well, I'm just being honest. You, the way you said it, don't act like you you were asking me in a concerned way. You were asking me, did you just wake up like I was some kind of freaking peon for sleeping in trying to be like, oh, well, I guess the only logical answer as to why she would be three minutes late and look like she does, you know, luscious hair that clearly got stuck in a ponytail, you know, it got stuck right there. You were asking in a condescending demeanor. Now, why don't you take your little Tostitos bag and shove it up your asshole? <laughs> okay. I can't hear you. I have it on mute while I'm chewing. Oh, that's sweet. Mm, must be nice. How we doing, guys? Good. How are you? I'm fine. Check that out. Did you bite yourself? I bit the side of my cheek so hard last night that I, not that it, it, it like shook me necessarily, but it, the bite happened and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to wait one month for that to grow back. <laughs> it was deep. Did it make like a crunch sound? <laughs> yes. I woke up this morning and was like, Ow, 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 ow. Oh, I'm sorry. I woke up nine minutes ago and was like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Libby, we can't have genuine interactions if your fucking microphone's muted. We're not started yet. I'm trying to eat a snack. Oh, we haven't started? Because I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> ow. Uh. Hey, what's up? Hello. Oh, boy. Maybe I'll have a snack here in a little bit. Okay, I'm ready. I, got I just new, had to get some nourishment. I got new coffee cup. Oh, impolite mm. comedy. I got one, too, that's black. Company of Chris Sear. Where'd you get that black coffee cup, Liberty? From the school that I work at. Oh. Will I say the name of it? No, you shouldn't. I know what school you work at. It's called the fashion school. It's called the school of hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> Burned them. What's good? I don't like having a real job. And you can tell by my Facebook profile. <laughs> Who do you hate more? People that put their, that are in ISIS or people that put school of hard knocks on their profile if i have to be totally blunt with you it's people that uh put hard knocks now yeah. i would just like to say that i stole that bit from rafe and i would just like to say that tina Deball is a terrorist shit should i delete that out of here no 
It's a bit. Don't you start letting people censor you, okay? You know, you say whatever you want, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I'm going to tell you right now, I'm real fired up because my cousin that lives in Russia just sent me a text message, a screenshot of an Instagram post from DJT number 45. Right. uh, That said... Today, well, yesterday, the 8th marks uh, the anniversary of when America and Great Britain defeated Nazi Germany. And that's just the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Couldn't give any motherfucking respect to the Soviets. Not one fucking ounce. Now, do I hate Putin? Yes, I do. I said it here. And will he see this? Yes, he will, because he sees everything bad that anyone says about him. And so will Tina disappear in two days' time? Yes, I'm not fall. disappearing anywhere. I'm a high-profile citizen. She'll yeah. fall out of a window. Yeah, I'll fucking, t- I'll fall out of my one-story window. It'll be really pathetic. <laughs> They'll be like, she was so poor. She didn't even, <laughs> things would have been better if she lived in Russia. She would have lived in a high-rise a apartment. Pussy window. 2,000 other <laughs> pussy windows. <laughs> pussy window. God, that girl's fucking pathetic. Fell out of a one-story window. She didn't even die. She, she just, just she farted when hurt. she hit the ground. <laughs> well, uh, Russia is killing uh, people. And Okay, uh, hold on. Listen, stop. <laughs> we need to... Yes, they're pieces of shit, but we do need to pay respect to, like, the 27... 27- <laughs> million people that died during World War Holocaust. II. Yes. No. And the Holocaust, though, too, didn't they? Soviets. I'm sorry. Soviet soldiers won the fucking war. And but America I- just swooped in at the fucking end, trying to act like they're all cool. It was like, four, I'm not saying that every life lost isn't upsetting, but it was like 400,000 Americans that died versus 27 million Soviet soldiers. And you can't say one fucking nice thing about them. Are you, you expecting like you Donald? Russia, like are you expecting Donald home. Trump to say something nice? I am expecting somebody who talks so highly about Mr. Vladimir Putin to <laughs> say one fucking nice thing about all the Soviets that sacrificed their lives, including my great grandfather and probably every. Soviet in the world that as a family member died in World War II. I'm just saying, I know we don't like Russia, okay? I know this country's got a Russia problem, but it is so horrific to me. Thank you, RIP. It is horrific to me that he can't even just fucking say that Russia, it's just arrogant. And to say, to do the two super white countries, you know, like America, and Great Britain won this war. Fuck off. They didn't win shit. You should look inside your asshole. What will he see in there? <laughs> He'll see a ton of blockage from all the stimulants he's doing. <laughs> I was talking about the couple of people that have died recently in Russia. I know, the people that fell out of windows. <laughs> Listen, like I said, it's they were pushed. <laughs> and they're not even trying to like... 
let's maybe let's use like the first guy we'll throw out the window. The second one, we're going to drown. The third one, we're going to have a car crash. Let's just push them all out the window. <laughs> you know what makes me sad is I can't even talk to my cousins about this because they would be like, they did it themselves. And I'm like, come on. You don't believe that. You don't believe that three doctors all just fell out of a window. Do you know how long it takes to become a doctor? 10 plus years. You think somebody that took 10 plus years to become a doctor is just that dumb to be like, oh, what a beautiful day outside. Let me look a little too far. And then they fall out of a window. No, they understand how gravity works. They understand how things work. You ain't going to be looking out a window all fucking nice and, you know, falling out all the way. Willy nilly. You're going to be calm and collected when you look out a window because you're going to weigh the cost benefit analysis and be like if i look too close i may fall you're not gonna be looking out of a window all titanic jack looking ass you know? <laughs> dina's on a goddamn roll this morning well i mean they're just it's so unoriginal <laughs> it's just like we don't know what happened they fell out of window. Can you believe this? COVID-19 symptom fall out of window. <laughs> if people you know start falling out of windows, they have COVID-19. <laughs> Be careful they they're going to have they're going to have a PSA like a commercial of like Russians like looking out of windows like what a beautiful day. <laughs> I mean, that's so sad, though. Come on. This is what they do, man. They're pieces of shit. They fucking kill people. I mean, have you looked into all of the have you do you know about like all of the like former spies and stuff that have been poisoned in like different parts of different countries and stuff? No. Oh, dude, I can't wait for you to fucking look into this. It is mind blowing. Like. They, yeah, dude, they fucking kill people. We went to the spy museum in DC when Rafe and I were there a few months ago before the pandemic started. And, um, they had like all the info about these Russian, uh, former Russian spies and stuff that were poisoned by poison. You could only get a hold of if you were in the government. (laughs) Wow. It is, you're going to go down a deep rabbit hole and it is going to hurt. I, I, I'm going to save that for uh, sometime later. The craziest one, there's a few. Like one guy was out having tea, I think, with his daughter in like London and somebody slipped shit into his tea at a restaurant in London, and him and his daughter both fell ill, and they were poisoned. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that one's nuts. And then one of the craziest ones. Okay, dude. Listen to his little feet. Hi, Simber. You should put the barrier up. (laughs) (laughs) He just looked at you like, who the fuck is that? Hi, Simber. God, he's just in there spinning. Like, there's, he's not doing that for anything but attention. Well, it's not like he's in there doing his taxes and is like, let me just get up and kind of stretch around. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do attention, 
Yes. Yeah. It, it kind of feels weird. I have to get used to it. You, it, it does feel real funky at first, but they're fucking awesome. Did you download the app and get her all set up? Sure did. Mm. Hell yeah. Did Where did you get it? Chelsea Lynn bought it for me. Oh, did she? Re- oh, yeah. I saw that in your Instagram story that she bought you some gifts. She bought me a whole box of stuff. This is nice as can be. Well, this is a Fitbit podcast. I mean, if you are coming to Slop City for anything other than fitness tips, wellness <laughs> tips, uh, wondering how many steps we've taken, you're in the wrong place. All right. Now we just need to get our friend Randall Arkash on the team. How many steps have you taken today? Probably 12. I've taken 199. Hell yeah. But I just put it on. So I'm the best part to, about a Fitbit. I'm hoping to max out at 400 today. I think you can do better than that. <laughs> best part about a Fitbit is I'm taking the same amount of steps I normally do, but I just know about it now. <laughs> Amen, sis. Oh, man, that's awesome. Does that one do your heart rate and everything, too? Sure does. Tells you how many cows you're freaking burning, how many sick cows you're burning during walks and workouts. She didn't fucking play around when she got this. Which one is it? Charge 4. Ooh, is that the most recent one? Uh, I don't know. I think so. Okay. The best part though the best part of the whole package was the the pens and the paper for doodling murderous notes yes and i've already started doing it so written your name a couple times whoa i can't see it i just see paradise (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck it that's great it's got a bunch of hearts and it says tina is not here yet where is she um, what did I write today? I was on a phone call earlier today about the Slop City LLC because we're raking in millions of dollars. So I needed to be on a phone call for that. There's people I doing business down. today. Yeah, I was doing business. Attorneys are. Yeah, it was with my attorney, Vermicelli, Vermicelli Soup. His name's Vermicelli. He's a nice guy. Vermicelli, Vermicelli this. His name's Italian Meatball. (laughs) Oh. um, I was on the phone with my attorney, Meatball. (laughs) What are you doing, Meatball? Well, boy, I am just so excited you got yourself a little Fitbit. They're the best. They're the best. I tried to wear it whilst I was sleeping, and it was too bulky. Yeah, (laughs) you'll – well, hold on. Hold that baby up. Let me see it. What, were you afraid you're sleepwalking? <laughs> no, you're supposed to wear it when you're sleeping. It tracks like your hours of sleep and stuff. It tracks your fucking deep REM sleep, Randy. Okay. It tracks how many orgasms you have from dreaming about Outlander. Yeah, it tracks how many times you come during your sleep. <laughs> you know what my Fitbit logged last night? Me giving a blowjay to my boyfriend while he had his CPAP on. <laughs> how we doing? Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> I need to hear all about this immediately. I made him keep it on because it was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be telling this story, but I'll say something embarrassing about myself first. Once a time, I shit inside of Rafe's hand. 
and he stayed with me. So <laughs> did I l- leave liquid poo in his hand? I did. I was drinking a lot at the time, eating a lot of hot sauce like regular, and um, I had a BM in his hand. <laughs> why, though? What do you mean, why? Why w- was his hand underneath your bottom to getting ready for getting that clit from behind you guys were doing sexual stuff and you shit on it (laughs) yeah shit in his hand haven't i told you this i don't think so oh it took a actual shit in his hand and what did he do uh you (laughs) he was like hold on i'm gonna try to get his face right Is this? Is this? He said. I think he said something like, "What is this?" <laughs> you should have told him it was cum. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, it's melted chocolate. Let's make cookies." <laughs> I think at first he was like, maybe thought it was like my period because it like it wasn't like it wasn't like you know the emoji where it's like a little nice triangular piece of shit. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like a rosy little dog poop. It was kind of just like, like you blend up, you know, if you make a chocolate smoothie and you're trying to like pour the rest into your cup and some comes out on the side and you're like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. It's like that. Um, I have so many questions about this and I don't even know where Hit to me. Start. I'm ready. I'm a confident um, woman. Okay. Yeah. When you love your man. You shit in his hand. I'm going to be honest, though. He did almost leave, and I got so close to crying. All right. So <clears throat> hit me. AMA. Reddit. AMA. I shit in my boyfriend's hand four years ago. Ask he me was uh, finger banging you from behind? Yes. Okay. So you uh, became increasingly aroused. Yeah. And- well, whoa, whoa, whoa. it was the <laughs> second time that we fucked that night. Okay. That and was four years ago. That's not an important. Um, I think it is important. Yeah. I think that I think mm-hmm. my body was so aroused. Okay, okay so were you approaching the point of release and then a poop came out, or you just were going, oh, oh, and like <laughs> some came out? It was that one, the second one. <laughs> Thought it was and, dumb. So but then, shit. so then at that point, um, did you notice? No, I really didn't. It was like, it was almost like my, I, you know, and I don't know the parts of an asshole other than the asshole that gets chapped and cut when I'm having massive shits. Um, but I would assume it was something inside, like, you know, the the little, what I imagine is it's like a nice little man. You know, the game Gardenscapes on um, your phone. I always get ads no. for it on uh, Words with Friends. So it's like, you know, it'll be like this guy in a maze and it's like, oh my God, burglars are coming. And then they have to pull open like a shaft and like let open up a door so that the man can run through that. It's like someone's always pulling something back. It's kind of like a puzzle. That's what I imagine is going on inside of my asshole. So it's like, <laughs> like a puzzle. 
Yeah. So it's like when I need to poop, somebody like pulls back a little thing, you know, there's like a little like worker bee inside my butthole. That's like, she's going to blow. And like (laughs) him and his family, like huddle up close together and like kiss each other and hug each other. And they're like, this is going to be the last time we see each other again. It's going to be rough, you know, like, uh," and then they slide down, like my shit shaft, that family inside of my asshole. Shit shaft. They're just opening it up. Okay, so. So I think that I just, it almost, I don't even, I, I it's not like I looked over at him and was like, uh-oh, I'm going to blow, you know? <laughs> I didn't even look at him. Is was it is it kind of like uh, when you're going to squirt, but you're going to pee and you don't know if it's pee or you don't know what's happening? If I'm being totally honest with you, I thought it came from the front. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was come, come from the front. Okay. But that's, uh that's valid. It was not. So he I'm imagining abruptly stops. He was horrified. And because there was shit in his hand. Okay. And <laughs> you, know, you said, Oh my god. I think that we he or someone thought it was like his peer or <laughs> his, his period. <laughs> It was his period. Well, I think at first we thought that, it, oh, are you putting up the Golden Gate Bridge because I should kill myself <laughs> as your background? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, he, um, it, he, it was, you know, hot, hot liquid poo and uh, he abruptly stopped and we kind of thought it was like, at first we didn't really know. And I was kind of like, <laughs> I didn't poo. <laughs> Who do you think you are? And then we realized shortly thereafter that it was shit. Did he, did he give it a sniff? I don't think so. I'll have to, I, I'll have to talk to him about it, but um, he did look down on it and I think he realized, well, it was just so much. There's no way. It was a lot. Well, his whole hand. I mean, I got kind of a little hand and he's got like big man hands. You've seen Rafe's hands. You had that much doo-doo come out and you didn't know. It was like. That it was happening. No, it was like a sweet release, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Louie's background picture is uh, either a kielbasa sausage or a piece of shit. <laughs> Okay, so, so so does he stop at that point? Oh, it's over. The moment's done. It's over. I'm kind of standing there naked like, <laughs> oh, God, what have I done? And he starts gagging. <laughs> and then he runs to the bathroom and just turns the shower on. And I'm, like, sitting on the couch like this, like... You know, with my legs crossed, like you didn't go wipe your butt. <laughs> I I think I may have wiped my butt, but he was in the shower, you know, giving himself a good wash, his hand and just he had to get it off of him. So if you're wondering if there's been actual shit that's gone down my shower tub drain, there has. So he didn't push push some of it into the toilet and then get in the shower. He just went directly. <laughs> He went directly in there. He was gagging while he was in the shower. So it was, you know, and the cool part is this is when we'd been together for like, I don't know, maybe like six months. So, you know, he could still leave. (laughs) 
doesn't make me gag. Oh, it doesn't? It makes me gag. Because I encounter a lot of poop, a lot of pee, uh, a lot of vomit at work. But you know what makes me gag? When kids eat their boogers. That makes me gag. It is. That's very gross. Like, especially when it's snot and they're like enjoying it, you know? Oh, my God. And I'm like, nope. I'd rather you shit in my hand than eat that booger. Poop makes me gag, but that is also because of um, uh, human centipede. I watched it one time and I have never thought I had a queasy stomach and I vomited while I was watching that movie. I threw up in my mouth and then I swallowed it. And um, I went through probably like a four month phase after that where I was literally holding my nose every time I pooped because I just (laughs) couldn't handle it. I would be like, oh, God, and my dad, I want to be done. I want to be done. I want to be done. I would hold my breath while I was in the toilet. What about when you fart? I would, uh, farts weren't as bad, but I, when I was pooping, I mean, I would literally be sitting on the toilet, like (laughs) just spraying (laughs) Febreze, like get it out, get it out, get it out. I don't want to do this. So I'm not done with this line of questioning yet. No. Yeah, go ahead. Shower. I think we should have Rafe on next time to talk to him about it because he'll remember <laughs> it more. I think I've blocked some of it out because I was the victim. <laughs> you know, I was the victim. Um so after he was cleaned up, you were cleaned up, then you did not proceed to uh have any more sexual stuff go on that night no i think he said something along the lines of like i can't even look at you (laughs) so did you think he was going to break up with you 100 (laughs) percent. and then he said something like yeah i think i'm just gonna go it was like a movie like it was like a tv show he didn't end up leaving because i was like if you leave i'm not gonna be okay Oh, and then I think it, I mean, it was a very awkward. We leveled up that night because it was like, you know, that's a pretty. I mean, I pooped in his hand. <laughs> I took a shit in my man's hand. <laughs> and then he had to look at me the next morning and be like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. But he just looked at me and all he saw was me being like. <laughs> <laughs> Did it make a sound? I don't think so. I think it was kind of, you know, there was a lot of like vigorous, like (laughs) kind of sounds going on. So I think it really just made like a slow release out of me. And like I said, we're going to have Rafe on. I'll make sure to have him on next week so we can talk in depth about this. Well, I just want to say one more thing about it. No, keep asking. I'm having a great time. If he didn't want you to shit in his hand, he shouldn't have been finger banging you so vigorously. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I never got a sex talk when I was younger. I know a lot of people do, but what I've never heard before that moment was somebody being like, now listen, when somebody's finger banging you, you're going to shit. Okay. I never, nobody ever once, I've never heard that. I didn't even know it was a possibility. (laughs) The funniest thing to me is that Rafe went on a podcast, maybe like, a few months later and they were like talking about sexual experiences and he didn't use my name because it was like so embarrassing at the time. And now it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
he told people on this podcast about it, just didn't use my name, told them all about the experience and was like, well, I love this girl, you know? And it was like a very sweet injury thing. And he said, one of the guys was like, Oh, fuck. She shit in your head. <laughs> no way. No fucking way. And that one of the guys was kind of like a Zen, like hippie guy. And he was like, nah, brother, you know what I got to say about that? That's a level of pleasure that some people never reach. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, the guy was like, you should be proud of yourself. Cause that means you unlock something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You unlocked a booty hole. And one guy on the podcast was just like, <laughs> and the other guy was like, now hold on everybody. We need to pay this man respect because he's the pussy whisperer. <laughs> At what point did you not feel embarrassed anymore and felt like this was a story that you could share with others, maybe um, inspire others to share their stories of, of shitting on their partners? Yeah, um, I would say it was probably probably a year after it happened or so. Cause it was one of those things that I just like kind of, we would laugh about privately after the initial craziness <laughs> wore over. But I think it was nice because when Rafe met me and when we became friends, I have always been a gross person. You've seen me eat. I've got food all over my face, my hands. I'm digging around, taking other people's food that I shouldn't be, which like, if we're being honest, I'm going to have to relearn manners post pandemic world. You can't just be walking up and eating somebody else's food. You can't just put your grubby little paws on somebody's food. You know, no. like when I'm bartending or when I'm on stage doing stand up, I can't just reach down and grab somebody's toasted ravioli. And no. I can't just grab a fry and have a moment of closeness. And Things you can't are wipe different your, now. wipe your face on your shirt or somebody else's shirt. Mm-hmm. You can't. I can't just take my grubby little fingers and like wipe them on my nipple, uh, on my tits, you know? Nope. Things are different. So it was about a year, huh? About a year. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I mean, I was always kind of a gross gal, but it was always one of those things where like, he was like, oh, it's like endearing because she's so beautiful, but like, she's so gross, you know? And then it really came to light that it was like, nah, she's just a gutter ass lot lizard. Oh man, I I just have... learned what lot lizard is and I don't ever want to stop using that word. Are you going to become a lot lizard? I can't because I'm not doing drugs and stuff anymore. When I was doing heroin, I, there was a time when we were all like, all right, you're going to have to become a stripper. Like the people that I got high with, it was like, listen, one of us has to do it. You're the youngest, you've got the best body <laughs> and you have to do it. Well, you don't have to be on drugs to be a lot lizard. You just have to be a sex worker. Here's what I'll say, my friend. Um, I totally agree with you. And I did make that argument at the beginning of this documentary that I watched. By the end of the documentary, I was like, oh, all of these women are fucked up. Every but you woman, don't have to be. You absolutely don't have to be. But I think here's why I think that it's different. And I'm not. Listen to me. I've sucked dick for heroin. OK, I've done a lot. It's not that I'm some 
I'm not trying to be some high horse lady right now that's like sex workers are gross. No, I think they deserve a union and rights. And listen, motherfuckers are going to pay for sex. So it's going to happen. Why not let it be regulated and have better rules and protections for the workers? Okay. But here's what I will say. After watching this Lot Lizard documentary, it's on Amazon Prime, highly recommend. It wasn't like the most amazing done documentary, but I still got a lot of insight into this world and what these Lot Lizards are really like and what some of the truckers and stuff are like. And everybody knows it goes on. You know what I mean? But what I will say is that if somebody, I think that the volume there is so high and they have like standard pricing on lot, like for lot lizards. So it's like 40, 60, 80, 40 for a blow, 60 for straight, 80 for both. Okay. So 40, you get the, you know, you get a little suck. 60, you get to fuck and suck. Or I'm sorry, 60, you just fuck. And then 80, you fucking suck. Okay, Okay. you get both. So I think that there's a lot more volume there. And because the pricing isn't as high, I think that it breeds like it's, it's, listen, if somebody is getting paid $5,000, say a night or $5,000 a fuck, you're not going to be a gutter bitch with no teeth. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be, you're going to be a little more, you know, a little more together. Now I'm not saying every lot lizard is like this. I'm sure the ones that everyone's like, damn, Shelly's fucking hot. (laughs) She's, she's doing instead of 40, instead of 60 for straight, she's doing 120. Okay. So she's doubling her money. She's the queen of that lot. Oh, damn. I think, I just, I think that. The pricing goes, you can't be a visible crackhead and be getting paid $10,000 a night to fuck. You know what I'm saying? If someone's trying to bring you to like a nice meeting or something like that, you know, like these escorts do and stuff, you can't be showing up, sitting there like, (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, can we, I mean, there. it was like, I've been an addict so I see these women in there and like the people that were like on drugs, they, then they showed men and women, but um, all the lot lizards were women. I know exactly what they're going through. I was literally watching this woman and it was like, Oh my God. Like she was so deep in the throes of her addiction it was fucking, she like would switch all of a sudden. And I'm like, oh, I remember being around people like that. Like people that you get high with and they like, they convince themselves something else is going on. And you're like, I didn't even say that. And then they're like, no, you're trying to fuck with me, man. And I'm like, no, no, no. I just said that I really like this couch. I would like to have it, you know? And they're like, no, you're trying to fuck with me. Trying to fucking take my couch. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. Okay. Um, let's rewind. Let's pause. And they're like, you trying to take my fucking house from me? You trying to steal my fucking house? It's like, oh, okay. Uh, this has gone really far south. Either way, like, I, I just, I really think that you can't be a visible crackhead and be getting paid $10,000 for a suck. You know what I mean? That's like buying a house with a bad foundation. 
If the house is beautiful on the outside, but the foundation's crumbling, you're not getting that bitch for fucking $250,000. You're getting that bitch for $20,000 because that foundation's crumbling and all the bones are going to break and it's all going to go down. Well, some people might say that a toothless blowjob is one of the best blowjobs around. <laughs> that might be premium content. I'm going to be honest. If I had a ding I might be searching for that for the rest of my life. Just waiting around. Listen, I want to get sucked by a toothless fairy. (laughs) You know how there's a tooth fairy? I want the toothless fairy. (laughs) That's who I want sucking me. Well, I'm just saying. It could be, you know, you're saying you're not going to make. These women are are able to charge as much in these lots because the content may not be. Uh, How do we say? I think these aren't high rollers either. I'm not saying that these women are like the it's like, oh, they don't deserve. They deserve all the money in the world. They deserve whatever they charge. And that's what they should get. But also, it's not like truck drivers are making five hundred thousand dollars a year, you know, so they're not going to be able to be like, yeah, let me pay 10 grand to get fucked right now. You know, they're like, listen, I want 80 bucks and I'm fucking you in the butt and you're blowing my (laughs) ding dong. I used to have a sticker that was a lizard and it had a red um, thing through it because truckers have the sticker that's like no lot lizards. I used to have one on my car. I just thought it was funny. I, so after uh, that's fucking hilarious, just to let you know, like, don't come around here. I ain't going to be fucking you. (laughs) (laughs) After we watched this documentary, I was like reading on a trucker's website and they were like, what are lot lizards? And the way this guy in this article talked about it, it was like a forum for truckers. Um, (coughs) He talked about lot lizards with such disdain, but then he also had a whole paragraph where he was like respecting them. At first he was like, they're degenerates and yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, calm down, sir. But then later in this paragraph, this trucker forum, he's like, but also we need to think about trying to help them. They've been through a lot of stuff and some of them are being trafficked and like goes through this whole thing of like how to spot when somebody's being trafficked and yada, 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 when it's not just like their choice and that it's like modern day slavery. So I was like, boy, this guy really just switched gears. He was like, they're scum, they're degenerates, and they're going to try to get in the cab of your truck and fuck you. (laughs) <laughs> look out but also we need to protect their rights as humans <laughs> how are how do they identify women that maybe uh may be traffic trafficked trafficking <coughs> traffickered um i think it was like if a guy's like hanging around near her if she um there was like certain terminology that they use that i guess um they have to go through the pimps and stuff beforehand I'm not entirely sure, but, um, you know, I know that that's very real. It's very, it's scary, especially to like, think about women that are like, cause it is like modern day slavery for a lot of these women, you know, mm-hmm. not even just women, kids fucking, there's all sorts of people that are being fucking trafficked. So let me find the human trafficking hotline just so we can uh, do our due diligence Okay. Okay. 1-888-373-7888. National Human Trafficking Helpline. Hotline. 
They have more than 200 languages. So if you are being trafficked or uh, worried that somebody is, if you believe you may have information about a tracking situation, call the National Human Trafficking Hotline, 1-888-373-7888. And get fucked! I bet those people are so... I would be so scared to like... Because I would be afraid that they would kill me. I'm sure that For sure. I would just be... I would just be doing drugs to cope. If I couldn't leave, I would just do drugs. I can't imagine a life where you are, you do drugs and you have to go fuck some truckers and then you do drugs again all day and just in a, in a cycle. I mean, how horrifying. It's very odd because I can, because I did that. Like I remember my life when I literally was just like, I was watching this girl and this, and she was on uppers. So she was like feeding a lot more, in a different way, but I was still like, Ooh, I know what that's like when your entire life is run by drugs, you wake up. That's what you're thinking about the next time you're going to get high. And that's it. You're not like, man, maybe I should like clean my room or like get a new bookcase on Amazon. Well, Amazon wasn't even a thing then, but, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's very, very hard to get out of people that get out of it are very lucky. I mean, just on a smaller scale, cigarettes ruled my life. And uh, to think like that's even just like a tiny sliver of what people go through is horrifying. Yeah. It's uh, very similar. Right, Randy? We know you're sucking dick for cigs. Hey, man. You got to support it, dude. It's all good. It's 2020, man. Why you 2020, do whatever you want. If he smokes, he sucks. If you smoke, you suck. God, I brought carryout food to this car yesterday. They were in this like Porsche and such rich white men. And the guy was like, hey, uh, if we take this food and eat it back there in the parking lot in the field, are you going to think we're perverts or that we're gay? (laughs) I looked at my go, sir, I don't care who you fuck or suck. So you do whatever you want to. And then his buddy, yes. And then, because I'm so sick of these fucking macho, like, super heterosexual guys. Like, they'll always say that shit where they're like, we're on the same check, but we're not gay or nothing. And I always try to make a point to be like, I don't care who you fuck or suck, okay? You do whatever you got to do, brother. But when I said that to the guy, he kind of looked at me like... (laughs) Opened his jaw, and then his buddy goes, Rick, stop it. Come on, man. I'm like, also, you don't know that I'm not gay. You know? You don't know. Like, I I think people sometimes just don't think about it. And, like, people view, like, sexuality as a thing. Like, if she's a woman, she's straight. Like, people that are really hetero. And, like, right. they just say, and, and, and I'm like, I remember one time I had a coworker and I asked him, I was like, so I was like, do you have a girlfriend or anything? And he looked at me, he's like, Tina, I'm gay. And I remember being like, oh, wow. I shouldn't <laughs> just assume that everybody's fucking straight. <laughs> Tina, so I like, I try to ask more inclusive questions now when I'm like, if I'm getting to know somebody where I'm like, oh, do you have a partner? And I get roasted at the job that I work at. Like, I'll be like, oh, my partner. And they're like, what, are you gay or something? I'm like, no, I just say that so that 
like I, it's just a more inclusive way of talking. I've had so many customers like what I'm talking about. Rafe, I'll say my partner. That's where this all started. Then my partner bit because I got mm-hmm. fucking roasted at work. Does that fella still work there? Uh, no, this was a former job that oh. I worked at. He's still working at that place. Yeah, he roasted you. He did, but I, I'm actually glad that he did because I'm just like, I realized I was like, oh, I'm such a dick for assuming because this guy looks like a fucking, you know, at the time it was like somebody that just, I don't know. They, they weren't like, they were just very like a manly man. And I was like, assume that he was straight. I right. was just like, where's your girlfriend? Why where's don't your you have- why don't you have one? He's like, bitch, I'm gay. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and I remember being like flashing back to times. I was like, oh, that's why he didn't come in on my tits that day. Like, that's why he didn't <laughs> think I told me I look pretty. You know, it's like he told me I look pretty, but in like a different way. And I was always like, yeah, we're like family. And I'm like, oh, he didn't want to fuck me. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, the guys in the car why did they think anybody would even care or be looking at them because they're homophobic or and they're very insecure this is what because he thought it was funny and the way that he said it he said it like oh yeah good one man i'm fucking funny i have a portion she thinks i'm fucking hilarious this girl's 50 years younger than me but boy she's gonna love this joke they were old guys too yeah dude they were like in their 60s they need to get their lives together this is what these men do in these like suburban areas that are like majority conservative people is that like, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten that joke where people will be like, yeah, we're together. Like, I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, how many do you have? Like, I'll ask somebody before they like sit down. How many do you have today? And they're like, I'm like, Oh, I thought you guys were together. And they're like, <laughs> we're together, but we're not together. <laughs> We're not like together, together. It's not like I'm sucking his dingy. It's not like we make love, you know? And I'm like, why do you have all these really intimate things you're saying right now? Make love. It's not like we're like sucking each other off in the bathroom here. Huh? I've never done that. That's gay. I never did that last Tuesday. Oh, uh, what? Uh, what? I just, I don't. Oh, Jesus. I can't with people. I know it's so ridiculous. So that's why I always just try to have a succinct answer to let them know what you said was really fucking lame. It was a bad joke. And I also don't give a fuck. So I dropped a couple curse curse words. I don't care who you fuck or suck. And that set them straight. And they just kind of stared at me like they couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, God, isn't it horrific? I'm a fucking ally. (laughs) And what would your what does your boss think about cursing? I feel like I'm interviewing you today. (laughs) Well, he knows that I do it very regularly, but I do it tactfully. Oh, I mean, it's a dive bar. People curse. You know, it's not like they don't. What I should have told that man was like, hey, the first person I ever fucked was a girl in elementary school. Okay, why don't you back the fuck up? (laughs) But I ain't gay. I'm going to write that down in your file. Tina is not. <laughs> Tina is gay. Tina is gay. I'm definitely on the spectrum. 
Rafe, Rafe will be like, dude, do you want to fuck that girl? I'm like, I don't know, kind of. <laughs> Is there a problem? Yeah. And, he's like, and one time he's like, man, you're going to fucking leave me for a chick one day. And I'm like, yep. You're like, bro, we don't have to break up. We can have a threesome. Durr. I don't think I could handle a threesome, but um, it ain't I am, I'm a very personality based human. That's just how I am. That's how I've always been. If you do a threesome, you have to have the exact same measurement touch on each person. If you have one centimeter more of touch on the other person, it's all over. I just, I couldn't handle it. Like I, I, and I, I have friends that are in like open relationships and fuck other people and stuff. And I'm like, and it works for them, but I just don't think that I could handle it. I think I would get too insecure. Like I'm already really insecure. So to add another layer in, like if Rafe and I were sitting on the couch or whatever, and I'm like, who are you texted? And he's like, oh, uh, I'm texting Allie. And we fucked Allie the week before. I would be like, cool. cool. Why aren't we in a group text? Where was my invite? What are you guys texting about? And then I'd steal his phone and I'd look at it. Like, I just, I couldn't handle it. Oh my God. What about I you, used- Randy? Could you handle it? No, I, 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 I could, but it's the insecurity, dude, because I have the same insecurity. I, If you were just going to have sex with some dude and just random fuck, I wouldn't care. But it's my insecurity that would get to me, like you're saying, like, oh, you're he's bigger dick and he's better and he's got more money and better looking and younger. That's you're hilarious. I would be him. like, Absolutely. you love her. Exactly. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be anything like, oh, my God, she's beautiful. I would just be like... I'm going to be lonely forever because you're in love with her. And even though she has no money, she you love her. Any no. threesome I've had has been a fucking disaster. Why? Because you accidentally shit on the guy's hand. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. Oh, shit. Randy, have you had a threesome? Uh, yeah, I've been involved in some things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time, I'll tell you, I sh- the very first one that was fucking amazing, I should have just called it quits, one and done, and went out a champion and left it at that. But I got greedy, you know. I thought I was Michael Jordan. I could just get some more rings, you know. Boy. Uh, Man, it fucking, it's. And after we did it, I woke up and he was like, it was my husband at the time, and he had his arm like over her when they were sleeping. And I was like, oh, "I'm fucking leaving!" And I got up and just ran out and went home. Yep. And then I had to come back over there the next day and pick him up because we drove together. And uh, they were like, "Hey, can you pick me up? I just got done on this bender of fucking this other girl." <laughs> and I, I was like sitting there and I was, I could, this was towards the end. I was trying not to cry so hard. And they were like, what's wrong? And I was like, "Uh, my stomach hurts. But I was like (laughs) sobbing and not even telling them that like, I hated every second of what he had. Oh my God. It was awful. Dude. Yeah. It's just, I, I mean, I don't know. I maybe, 
I don't, I just, I don't think I could do it. Like, I, I don't think that I could do it long-term and I don't, I feel like the people that it works for, everybody has to have very clear boundaries and it's gotta be a thing of like, Hey, we are a partnership and this is just to make stuff more fun or like try something new. You know what I mean? Like, I think you've got to have like a very solid, a very (laughs) solid, um, bound you've got to have a very clear line of communication if you're going to do something like that and I'm not saying it's not possible I just think for me that I I would just be way too insecure yeah it's um but then there's like swingers and stuff that you know like couples that do it regularly and I'm like that's great good for you guys but I think those are people that are very uh they're very much like what (laughs) elderly yeah, they're definitely 70. I have not seen a group of, of young hip uh, swingers ever. Yeah. Define young. Um, Anything under 70. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Are yeah, I mean... I I have had friends in the past that have d- had open relationships and they ended up like breaking up with this person and stuff, but they were, or they weren't together anymore. But I'm like, I know it works for some people, but I think people you've just, you've got to be, you have to trust each other. If you're just doing it because you're like, I want to try something new. I've always wanted to try this. I want to, you know, maybe let's add something fun in. I think that you two have to trust each other and you have to be like the baseline of communication. It's like, this is just an, like a, we're just adding this in for fun or whatever, you know, you can't be seeking out another person because you're not happy with the person you're with. Does that make sense? Yes. Like you couldn't be like, listen, we're having a lot of problems and let's see if adding another person in is going to (laughs) make stuff better. It's like, no, no, no. That's a hundred percent just going to make it worse. If you're already having issues communicating and being together and then you're like, you know what? Let's just fucking bring somebody else in the bedroom. Okay. Let's <laughs> fucking try that. <laughs> it's like, uh, uh-uh. that ain't going to work. I, I, I'm just sick. Like thinking back to it, how awful it was. What? Cause you fucking lied about, uh, having a stomach ache. That's the part I'm most embarrassed about. And I was lying to myself, too. I was like, this is what I need. This is right. This is what I want. God, I've totally done that before. Just lied about crying. I'm like visibly crying. And I'm like, I stubbed my toe. (laughs) (laughs) I stubbed my toe. Or I've lied and said, like, it's my contacts. My contacts just hurt so bad. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, is they believed me. Oh, God, that's pathetic. I woke up in the middle of the night and literally ran almost half naked in the cold winter. Got in my car and drove home. You wake up and both of them have gotten you like Pepto-Bismol and Alka-Seltzer and stuff for your stomach ache. No, the stomach ache was when I went to pick them up. Yeah. (sighs) They were just having a good old time. 
Is that a picture of me, Kenny Kynes, and Zach Jehoviak? There is. I just uh, when we did that interview, somebody they were like asking Kenny a question about comedy, and Kenny's like, "I hate comedy." <laughs> he always says that stuff. He's like, "I don't even know why I do this." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I'm trying to talk like Kenny. Like he has a very specific like inflection that he does when he's talking. It's like. I can't even think how it is. It's been so long since I've heard him. I know. What a little angel. We love you, Kenny. Zach Jehoviak, you're fine. Just kidding. He listens to the podcast. We love him a lot. I haven't heard from Zach in a long time. Not that I talk to him on a daily basis, but I haven't heard from him. Probably the last time I talked to him was when we all sat down together in the bread co. Yeah. And broke bread together. That was a nice little meeting. So when do you guys think we should resume uh, in-person podcasting? Um, I don't, I mean, maybe next week or the week after. I was That's thinking what I think. September. September. <laughs> What do you like? So how do you guys feel? Are you going to start going to restaurants and stuff on the 18th when everything opens back up? Are they going to open restaurants up? Yes. They're going to be at 25% capacity. Nope. Hell yeah. Me neither. I'm gonna. Oh, are you really? Hey, I'm not going to live my life in fear anymore. I'm not going to do what the government wants me to do. Okay. They're putting up 5G towers right now, you guys, to send out coronavirus. Hey, here's the cool part. Your president wants you to go out and eat now. He just wants you to march right in and just start eating. Just start chowing down at a place, okay? So even though they're not open, you walk yourself in there and you get yourself that fucking food, okay? Fucking pussy. Maybe I'll think about it then. No, I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm not going to do that. I just want to wait a few weeks and see how stuff pans out. You know what I mean? You with me, Randy? On going to restaurants and stuff, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but if an open mic pops up, eh, I'm, I'll be thinking about it. <laughs> really, Will O'Donnell asked me to do a show uh, this past Wednesday at Parrots, and I was just like, "No, man! Like, I'm not. You do what you want to do." And as eager as I am to get back on stage, I'm still like, "We got to take this slow. Like, we can't." Okay, uh, hold on, bend, Libby, bend over. So. <laughs> bend over or move so okay this libby's background right now for those of you who can't see is a picture of an interview that rafe and i did about flyover comedy festival like four years ago there's some uh background to this and if you are listening to this audio and you're like i don't know what you guys are talking about then you need to watch the video and fast forward to almost the end so there's an uh sketch it's like an improv sketch where I'm going to give you the premise real quickly. The sketch is this guy (laughs) that essentially puts improv over everything. And like his dad's in the hospital and he's like, dad, I can't come to the hospital. Okay. My improv team's got an improv show tonight and we're doing really heavy, hard hitting stuff. And it's big deal. Okay. We're on the main stage. I can't come to the hospital. And like, it cuts to them doing their improv show. And one of the scenes is one of the guys pretending to blow another guy on stage, which as improvisers, we know is like the hackiest shit ever. And so it cuts to them. Like this guy's blowing the other guy. He's like, 
And then the guy that's getting blown does this. He looks over and he goes, crosses his eyes, has his hands behind his head. It's the stupidest thing in the world. As the guy's getting blown and doing that face, he's getting a phone call from his dad in the pocket that his dad died or like from the hospital that his dad died while he's doing this really thought provoking improv scene where he's getting blown. And it's just like a series of a really bad improv scene. Like one guy's tagging in to like do the blow job thing. It's really bad. Uh, no base reality. Up. That face that you made though is a face that Bobby J. Cox makes a lot. Yes. So they all do that face because of that show uh. or because of that sketch. And when Rafe and I did this interview that you have, I have a screenshot of it. Right when they brought us on the air, Rafe put his hands behind his head and he goes. (laughs) And he did that fucking face on live TV. I'll send you the screenshot. It is the funniest fucking thing in the world. And that guy interviewing us in the uh, in there is such a piece of shit. What? Dude, he is such a fucking asshole. I tapped Rafe's butt before we went on. That guy interviewing us is just a guy that, like, he's just trying to be funny all the time. So I smacked Rafe's butt before we went on TV. And the guy starts out the interview with, so uh, I noticed you gave him a little butt tap uh, before we uh, started this interview. Just want to make sure, are you guys together or whatever? I go, yeah, we are together. Thank you for monitoring what I'm doing. <laughs> like, he's is that why your face of... looks like that? Like, you're like, yeah, because I hate him. I don't even know his name. That's how much I hate him. I have to see the screenshot. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, I'll send it to you. It is the most ridiculous thing. We'll have to post it on the uh, slop Instagram for sure. I can't believe he did that. Hold on, I'm gonna send it to you right now because I want to see your reaction live. It's coming up live. I'm going to text it to both of you. God, my phone's fucking slow. It is. You need a new phone, that's for sure. I don't have the money, and I'm not doing it. Don't blame you. That was rude of you to just yell out you don't have any money, but whatever. Why? Because I'm fucking honest. (laughs) I don't have any money, honey. (laughs) Oh, my God. Am I going to love this so much? It's so fucking funny. I just sent it to you. Did you It'll be it? there in an hour. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to open it now. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just sitting there smiling. The second one is the funniest that I just sent you because I'm laughing. I'm like trying to hold back my laughter. (laughs) Did he look at the camera ever? Who, Rafe? Yeah. And do that? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Look at the second one. (laughs) That's funny. 
<laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's so good. Oh, he fucking got him good. Got him. Got him good. Oh, Rafe just woke up. <laughs> and then you sitting there looking right at the camera. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. So oh, stupid. It's so funny. All right. We're done. You got to call. We are? Right? I don't know. Aren't we done? Reef, we want to have you on uh, at some point to talk about when I shit in your hand. <laughs> yeah. That was a- oh, somebody sent me a fart and I forgot to send it to Randy. Damn it. Will you play the fart? Me? Let's go out on the big fart. Um, Let me find it here. Look at Bo. He's got a sock in his mouth. He got a little sock over there and there. <sighs> All right. Marbled Charlie. All right. Let's see if we can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, he man. Said, he said... Uh, this is one of my farts for the podcast. My cheeks were open, so she, she's an airy one. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, it sounded like a gust of wind. But I brewed her with love. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Wait a minute. I'm trying to play it again. So funny. Rafe just tried to let out a fart, but it sounded like a little boy clapping. Did it go? Yeah. That Uh-oh. sounded like when your dog's sitting on the couch and it goes. <sighs> <laughs> oh my God, that is exact. <laughs> well, uh, missed you guys. Miss you, brother. Missed you, brothers and sisters. Love y'all. Love ya. Okay, Randy, I'll see you here in a minute. I'm going to come by your house and grab that shit. Wait, are you guys right fucking? Right in your hand. What'd you say? Right in your hand. <laughs> I'm going to come by and grab that shit. And I said, yeah, right in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh. All right. Love y'all. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And cut.